and taught me everything, everything you're giving me, and always keep it inside. And you're the driving force in my life. Yeah. There isn't anything or anyone that I could be, and it just wouldn't feel right. If I didn't have you by my side. You were there for me to love and care for me when skies were gray. Whenever I was down, you were always there to comfort me. And no one else can be what you have been to me. You will always be. You will always be the girl in my life for all times. Mama, mama, you know I love you. Let's start the show. I don't I don't have the energy for a rant today. I thought I did. No, I know I didn't think I did nothing. I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good today. I'm really good. This is a new day. It's a new new podcast. New energy. Hey, <laughs> blessings, okay? No, 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 no. Uh oh yeah, they're making fun of my blessings now. No. Blessings today, okay? I'm not going on a rant. Welcome to the Short Desk Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us today. This is episode 15. We are your hosts. We've got Drew, we've got John, we've got Keith, and we are here. Man, listen, I want to take a quick moment to say thank you from all of us. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for everything. I know this is like a running bit, you know, on the podcast every episode, but I cannot tell you guys thank you enough um the support has been you know i thought after a moment hey to start dwindling a little bit you know we've kind of hit our peak or whatever but man right now as it stands we're at 11,628 downloads and this is before episode 15 is out because we're talking about episode 15 right now and episode 14 at this moment we're recording on a friday evening episode 14 has only been out three days so thank you guys for just showing up and showing out i i just can't really express i don't know how to express how appreciative that i am and that we are for the support you know and it's coming from all over the place and just really want to say thank you. Um, that's that's all I got. I, I don't I don't know what else to, to say with that. What about you, John? That was real nice, man. Yeah. Um, I can just reiterate the same thing. Thank you. That's all I can say. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there as well. Yeah. Um, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Um, but. Um, yeah, especially with some of the durations of those episodes and people actually sitting down for close to two hours, an hour and a half, 
and listening to oh, was two hours last episode two hours hey somebody tell me shout out to jasmine yeah i'm gonna I'm shout you out she told me she was going back to listen to it again because that's how much she enjoyed oh. the last episode so well we appreciate it yeah i caught some hell i did catch some hell for my um Okay, yeah. My TV show mm-hmm. mentions, but, you know. <laughs> I thought you had a good t- contingent of people who were on your side, though. Eh, it was a, bit, a minority. Yeah. It was a very small minority. Yeah, about a couple. Three or four, maybe. I still I need to know. see you outside, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm surprised Drew's still sitting, you know. He, he was in disbelief from that. Drew, what you think about us hitting... I'm I'm still recovering from your last <laughs> ignorance. Do I sound like somebody's conscious now? <laughs> Shouts out to Dwayne. You know that's for you. <laughs> He's my conscious. Thank you, Mr. Williams. For my bad my bad choices in putting the Cosby show in honorable mention for my top ten. Whatever. Matter of fact, Dwayne actually got on us. On John and I about not putting girlfriends in the top ten. I've never watched that show before. Now that was Granny's favorite. My Granny's favorite show was Girlfriends. She watched that thing nonstop. But Granny, yeah, she loves Girlfriends. Oh my gosh, she loved Girlfriends. That was her show. Okay, but apparently it's a few other people's shows, and we didn't even mention it. So I'm gonna watch it. You know, I remember. I know that it came out on. um HBO a few times, but I hadn't. I mean, not HBO, BET. Mm-hmm. The reruns were on BET, but I've never watched it before. I think it's on Netflix. Okay, I think so. Well, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. My I'm wife loves it. that show. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I'm good with that. I can see why Dwayne watches the show. Oh well, I mean, hey, yeah, there's a reason to watch it. You know, uh, yeah. look at it at least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I could put it on mute and watch it, but mm-hmm. you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. We got a few things coming up. Um, I know a couple of episodes before I had talked to you guys about, you know, we we had done kind of a, a little raffle before. And I told you when we would hit 10K, we would do something special. So we're going to do something special. Um, probably... I'll let you guys know. Hold on, man. Stop, 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 stop. Instagram. Blessings to the most high. Oh. So, so man, we need to toast this time because we didn't toast in episode uh, 14. Well, I just want. Oh. Okay. Been a long week, brother. Okay. Understood. Yeah, yeah. It's it been a long week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a long week. What What are you pouring me? Uh, this is uh, Blind Squirrel Peanut Butter Whiskey. Ooh. Gather friends and be nutty. Mm. Okay. Peanut butter whiskey. This better taste like peanut butter. You hadn't had it? Uh, mm. Yeah. Okay. A thousand. Oh, wow. That is peanut butter. Wow. Damn, s- you don't even taste the whiskey. Not really. This I, is a creeper. This is going to creep is, up this on bad. you, though. This is bad. This is yeah. bad. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is going to be bad. Why is this going to be bad? Because you can't taste. You can't taste the alcohol. Yeah. This is actually. And we already had. You remember the, the last Uncle Nearest incident with. Yeah. 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 All right, John. This you, is gonna, did you eat? Yes. Okay. I did. Okay. I'm oh, wanting to make sure you ate next time. 
Miss <laughs> Antoinette, I did eat. Just to ease your mind and your spirit. Yes. All right. Sorry about that, man. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. I, I also bought in that little Mozart thing to oh, go with Jason? what you were going to do. Yeah, I wanna, nah. I'm want to. i going to mix me a little bit and bring it to me. It does taste like, I mean, it, it really tastes like Reese's peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is going to be really bad. Oh, boy. John, I, you're eyeing it. I can see you eyeing it. So, um, yeah, buddy. Again, thank you guys for the support. Drew, um, you've already told us what we're sipping on. Mm-hmm. Let's get into a history fact today. Well, how, how, is that, how, how are people receiving that, man? Is that, is that going over well? Yeah, people are really, really enjoying that um, because you are giving people some information that maybe they weren't aware of or they're giving you're giving them more information so they really enjoy this piece of US history that you're giving that hasn't been really told okay. to the extent that you are giving a breakdown of um a lot of times as we go through history um through school the history that we're given is um, tainted because it's from a certain viewpoint. And so the history, the breakdown, the read down of what you're giving us is some things that is helping to educate and have us understand the importance and significance of these people. And so the feedback has been well. Okay. The reception has been very well. So, so I actually found this individual scrolling through social media. Actually, Mm. Um, saw the name, saw a little excerpt, decided to check it into a little bit more, and then this is what I came up with. So, hope you guys enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today, we're going to feature Vivian Mildred Corbett Bailey, uh, born February third, nineteen eighteen. I don't see a date, death date, so. uh, still assuming she's still alive. What was her birthday? Nineteen eighteen. Oh, okay. Uh, February third, nineteen eighteen. Yeah, she could still. One hundred three years old. Yeah, she could still. Mm-hmm. In uh, Washington D.C., um, her mother moved the children back to her, the mother's hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma, after Bailey's uh, father was deployed for World War One. Uh, what's significant about uh, Miss Bailey is that she is one of the first African American women pilots and one of the only two black women to earn superior rank at her officer's course. She received her commission as a first lieutenant at Fort Des Moines, mm. uh, provisional army, uh, army officer training school, and served in the, arm, the Women's Army Corps from 1943 to 1946. Uh, Bailey became the second in command of the Women's Colored Detachment in, at Fort McLean. She lived, uh, excuse me. Thing is, yeah, what? it's hitting you. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that peanut butter isn't getting the best of you. No, huh? no, no, I ain't gonna get the best uh, of you. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, all right. So she later, she later served as commander of the all female detachment before being selected to attend the adjunct general school officers administration course. She was one of only two black women in the class. She graduated with outstanding marks and went on to serve for the first time. As it with an unsegregated unit, uh, the first time she went off post alone in Fort McLean, a white woman spat at her and said, "Look at that black bitch." Mm. I did say I, I was trying to change the voice. No, it's all right. No, no, no. 
It's accurate to history. Uh, yeah, especially at that time, you know. Yeah. You, you can go ship across this, you know, across mm-hmm. the pond, if you will, and, and serve your country and almost get killed and come back and be treated less than a, a damn dog. Yeah. Shameful. And it's still happening today. Oh, yeah. Look at, uh, I'm sorry, getting off course, but look at uh, um, uh, Buddy that happened in, in Virginia. The, mm-hmm. the lieutenant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the army. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Anyway, um. Bailey pretended not to notice, citing fears of lynching. Mm. So you could serve your country, come back and be killed. Mm. And she, she and was afraid happened. to say something because she didn't want to get lynched. Right. Even though she's a boss now. Yeah. Damn. She could probably fold her in in mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lawn chair, but you know, different times. Different times. Yeah. Um, in contrast, Bailey, who shared uh, that her commanding general, a white man, treated her with the kindness while she was uh, at a training camp. So in contrast, now, white male, her superior, treated her as a human being, which is good. But, you know, anyway, you know, of course. No, you know what? Let me add something to that. I don't mean to break down, but it's it's amazing that we have to... Highlight that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That should not be something that should have been highlighted. That should have just been the norm. But continue. You're right. But like I said, it's different times. Mm. But is it really? Yeah, right. It really happens, you know, in today's society as well. So mm-hmm. um, so currently, Bailey, uh, Miss Bailey, uh, is an active community volunteer fundraiser uh, for education, health, and military since 1966. Bailey has collected, packed, and shipped care packages for uh, U.S. military service members. Uh, and that is what I have today. Hopefully enjoy it. Hopefully you guys go to go on computer and look her up and read about her some more and give her her flowers. Yeah. Give her the credit she deserves. So this lady should be, what, 103, you said, right? 103 years old. Yeah. Wow. And it doesn't have a death there for us. So. No. So we're still going strong. Yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Shout out to, well, this is the Mother's Day of edition. <laughs> so shout out to all the women out there, you know, that have stories not exactly like this, but have dealt with some form of discrimination on their job for being a woman and being a black woman. Excuse me. So, shout out to all of you, and happy Mother's Day! Like this episode will drop on Tuesday. Mother's Day was Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to you all. Uh, thanks again, Drew. Really appreciate that. Let's talk about it. So, this week, <laughs> stock market, Dogecoin, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of a craze. What's going on with it? What are we looking like? Where are we headed? What should we do? Talk to me. I am not your financial advisor. Uh, This is for entertainment purposes only. Disclaimer. Dogecoin has um, headed to the moon to a certain degree. Well, let me take that back. Um, depending on when you got in, how early you got in, um, it has probably been a lucrative investment for um, um, 
many people. Um, but this week, um, actually, let me check right now where it is. Because it was high as about 70 cents. Uh, 69 <laughs> cents. 69 cents. Mm-hmm. So if I look at the... Um, the week as a whole. So at the beginning of the week, it was around 33 cents. So it's gone from 33 cents to 69 cents. So um, that's an increase of 107%. Um. Once again, the fundamentals of Dogecoin really don't make sense to me, being that um, it's inflationary uh, due to the amount of coins that are generated per day. And I think there's about 5 million coins generated per year, and it's uh, going to continue that way. So it doesn't hold value as well as uh, Bitcoin, uh, which is... Uh, has a fixed amount. Around. This is why this whole thing started because of Bitcoin. Like somebody was trying to make fun of it with a, a dog or something. And that's how Dogecoin was. Yeah, it was born. the opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin was fixed and Dogecoin was, well, if it's if Bitcoin's fixed, will be the opposite. will be the infinite amount of coins available. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Same thing with Ethereum. Um, so is it too late to get in? Once again, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't think it's ever too late, um, depending on what type of investor you are. If you are a short-term investor, you might want to go ahead and try to profit um, in the short term or in the interim, um, especially since um, this week it's uh, Dogecoin has been fueled by Elon Musk, and he's supposed to be making an appearance on Saturday Night Live Um on Saturday and supposed to make reference to Dogecoin and speculation is that's what's driving the price uh, of it. It's more of a movement than um actual. It, well, it's, this is my opinion. It's more, it seems like more of a movement than, Oh yeah, this is uh, something that um, most people should rush out and invest in. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do with your money. Uh, you can invest with it, but invest at your own risk. Um, um, I did invest in it. I'm going to monitor it um, throughout this evening and then the early part of Saturday to see what it does. And then I may go ahead and just sell um, my stake in Dogecoin and put it in something a little bit more secure and more and a little bit more safer. Um which would probably be Ethereum and um, go from there. But um, has been making a run. Um, If you want to be in the long term, I mean, it could go over a dollar. It could be $26 in 10 years or something like that. But um, once again, invest at your own risk, do your own research. Um, Little tidbit. There's a Dogecoin billionaire out there or billionaires, and it's probably on less than five fingers that I have uh, that own about 67% of Dogecoin. So 
if it runs up at any particular time and they want to sell their stake, that means Dogecoin is going to tank um, anywhere from 30% to all the way to 90%. Do you think if it tanks, it's going to stay that way? No. Okay. Probably not. But if you bought high mm-hmm. and it, it's, and Drew alluded to this a couple of weeks ago or maybe a week ago where it's more like a pump and dump situation. Uh, kind of mirrors like GameStop, where it was more of a movement that versus this is a, a revolutionary um, forward-thinking company. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it kind of looks like to me as well with Dogecoin. So once again, invest at your own risk. Um, my opinion is you're better off putting your money into Bitcoin and Ethereum, and I'm actually more bullish on Ethereum. So. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I don't really follow Dogecoin or Dogecoin or anything like that. <clears throat> I have been following stock market from afar this week um, with earning reports coming out from different sectors, different companies. Um, I'm waiting to see how it pans out with uh, earnings continuing uh, next week and how the recent you know job uh, earnings came out, numbers came out today or yesterday, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how that's going to affect um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that and then, what's her name, Yellen? Yeah, Janet Yellen. Coming something. out saying, she, you know. Raising interest rates. Raise, yeah, some craziness like that right now. Um, so that's what I'm looking at right now. And then, but as far as doggy coin, I'm not really. So you haven't jumped on that, the doggy coin? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I don't know enough about it. See, I can't, you know, comfortably buy it because I don't mm-hmm. know enough about it. Right, I, I read on it, but I don't know. You're not comfortable with jumping into that market no. right now. I'll stay with the with the cryptos that I got right now. Understood, understood. You know, um, I, I I know we've said it before, but we really have to, you know, kind of do like a breakdown episode, maybe a longer segment, or maybe just a special episode where, again, you guys are not professionals, but kind of walking us through some of the decision-making that both of you make when investing. I think that is what I would call that because it, 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 it's just your decisions that you've made. Yeah. But you know, um, I'm still learning, man, to be honest with you, man, it's an ever growing process. So, of course, you know, to be sitting down and, and trying to walk somebody else through it, it's kind of, it's a little difficult because you know, I'm, I'm, well, you do a good job of it. You know, I, well, I wouldn't say that. I'm, I do. I took a hit this week. The okay. feedback <clears throat> that has been given is that you, you guys both give a. You guys don't. What 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 a lot of people experience with this whole stock market talk is that people will talk down to them on that uh, particular subject, and you guys do not come across as if you're talking down. That's the feedback I've received. Well, I appreciate that. So, I, that yeah, I appreciate that. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been ever so humbled. Um, I'm still humbled, uh, delving in the stock market more so this week. And I'm still learning as Drew has referenced, um, and helping me out. I've been walking me through this week. Oh yeah. You said, yeah, we, yeah, I helped you set yours up. Uh, what? Wait a minute. The other day, oh, right? Hold up. Outside the job stock market. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he he set me up this week. Um, 
Well, I thought my, I thought, let <laughs> me pull up another one. Yeah, you know, I'm invested <laughs> through the, through my job, but yeah, he got me on Weeble, and uh, so hey, we're gonna make some, we're gonna make some moves, baby, making moves, making moves, I making I'd moves. Have my kids on there before you jump on that. You what now? I thought I would have my kids. I'm surprised you didn't. They they they're already looking. Wow. They already, they already have a, a list of five of. Well, I beat him to the punch. Bang, bang. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, so I'll be reaching out now. I know kind of what your schedule is a little bit next week, so I can reach out to you too. And uh, you know, yeah, going forward, man, because of you know schedule changes, man, I'm going to be focusing on uh, more or less ETFs than actual individual companies. Mm. Um, okay. So that's, you know, I'm going to be delving, doing a lot of more research into um, ETFs and finding out, you know, entry points and um, exit strategies and things like that with them. So, okay. Hmm. Well, gotta love those. It, yeah. Exchange traded yeah. funds. Exchange, yeah. Cause I, I, took, I, I took a hit, man. I took a, a I took a hit. It's <clears throat> not all, you know, green grass on, on, you know, in the fields. You you get profits and you take losses. So you just gotta mitigate those losses and and try to maximize the gains as much as you can. But I took a hit, so I gotta step back and reassess some things. And then, you know, I'm, I'm because of the schedule. You know, I don't have the time to sit in front of a computer. Right. You know, so I gotta look into something else and and you know, butter my bread a little bit better instead of having you know all my butter in the center of my bread. <laughs> make sure I'm spread out. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this real quick. When you suffer the losses that you do, do you get discouraged immediately? Do you Absolutely. get buyer's remorse? Absolutely. For me, yes and no. Okay. Me, Yes, because we all have this instant gratification that we, we're trying to, you know, you know, itch, you know, scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to keep reminding myself that this is long term, you know, beyond even when I'm here. You know, this is something that I plan on, you know, teaching my kids and passing it on to them. So even if, you know, I may not be able to, you know, you spend it all. That's not the point of spending it all. You know, it's, it's the point of building it, showing them how to build it further and rolling it right mm-hmm. so you know the, the short term yeah you get discouraged a little bit you just got to remind yourself of why you're doing it mm-hmm. the why has to you know be greater than what's going on at this point in time and got to keep chugging man so makes a lot of sense what about you john yeah it's a gut punch whenever you um sustain losses um more so now it was uh pretty easy to look into my different portfolios um from mid last year to even up till february um not so much now since we've been going through this uh, market correction um which normally takes about 3 to 4 months but um i'll just piggyback off of what drew said i'm doing it for the long term not for a short short term um profit or a, a pop um, that's why it's important to be diversified and I am diversified. So I may see a, see a red in one or two portfolios, but there's other portfolios, um, ETF portfolios that I have, um, 
cryptos now have been doing great. So um, I gleaned some sort of positivity from those different portfolios because I'm diversified. I just didn't toss all my money into the stock market per se or individual stocks, um, but spread my risk. So if one end of the spectrum is lagging, the other end of the spectrum is it sort of balances itself out. Mm -hmm. So um, really just um, resolve to see it through because eventually it's going to bounce back. Yeah. Well, I will say, and again, I'm a novice at the highest level. Don't get into this if you're thinking short term. This should be long term goals, especially if you're of a certain age range around our age, 30s and up, you know. I wouldn't go in this for the short haul. That's if that's the type of advice I can give for something I, I'm really a novice at, or, or saying that that's that's what I would say. No, don't go in with short term dreams. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You want to build, 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 and invest and move around. I'm all right. and um, you know, pay attention to everything. And uh, hey, like you said, you're gonna suffer some losses. And that's just life. You know, how are you going to rebound from it? What What did you learn from those losses? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the loss. It's what you learn from it. It, it took me three years to be, become profitable. See. Because I took losses. But, you know, in those three years, you know, I still, you know, chugged. And I learned risk management is the key. For that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, you set rules in stone and follow those rules in stone and, you know, manage those risks. Yeah, I mean, it, it, nothing's an overnight. Listen, man, I, I'll tell you the same thing with this podcast. This isn't an overnight thing. Um, ideally, yeah, you will, we we you got into this think just about this for a long time though. I have, yeah. yeah, I have, but I got into it with the mindset of, oh man, I want to have fun with it, which I'm continuing to do. But as it grows, it's like, oh, well, I wonder if there's a way to monetize it at any time, and 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 it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen. It could happen overnight, but there's a lot of work that goes into that. And it it just it doesn't you don't snap your fingers, you know, especially for someone or or people like us that are local or, you know, not a celebrity or already have that platform on a on a TV show or whatever. We we don't have that platform. So it doesn't happen overnight. Um, And I'll never be that person. And I'm going to say this and. Who's ever listening to me now, two years down the road, three years down the road, I want you to hold me to this. I'll never be that guy that will, and and, and nothing against anyone that's doing that, but I'll never be that guy that goes, hey, we have a, we have a Patreon or a, um, a GoFundMe or something to help the podcast. No, I'm not going to do that uh, because Why I not? feel like, huh? Why not? Um, I feel like. This is content that, you know, we're giving out and I don't feel like content like this should be paid for by the consumer. I feel like this should be something that a company should go, hey, I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You have the following. You have the people that are listening to you. They're showing the support. I want to put you on my platform somewhat exclusive and offer you this. I just want to see if you can continue and grow 
And this is what we would need from you rather than me going, hey, listeners, pay me to hear what I'm saying. I rather the companies that have the actual money, the companies that do this for a living, the companies that are going to make profit off of whatever type of ads or whatever's being ran that they, they want to do the contract for. I want them to invest. Whereas the people I want to be able to listen to without having to have that, ob- their obligation should be to download us. That's it. Just download us. That's showing these companies It's showing Apple It's showing Spotify It's showing Google It's showing whoever else is coming out with that content where they're paying these content creators that, hey, you know what? They have a platform. Wow. Um, you know, just saying, for instance, wow, they've only been going for two months and they've got over, you know, almost 12,000 downloads. And wow, that's a lot, you know, and it is a lot, you know, for someone that doesn't, these people don't have that platform. We're not a Joe Rogan. We're not a, a Joe Budden. We're not, you know, we're not on that level because Joe Rogan, he already has that platform for UFC. That's how he's known. Joe Budden was a well-known rapper. Mm-hmm. So they have that platform already. So if they don't, have that following follow them already, then they're already starting off at a loss. Whereas we have everything to gain mm-hmm. and really nothing to lose because we don't have, we never had that platform. I don't, I, my, my, my combined followers on Facebook and Instagram total is about, I would say, 1500 total like combined right and a frat and there's a fraction 1600 more than I got right but but there's a fraction of that where these people are listening to me our listeners are word of mouth and 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 I'll be honest with you John and I had this conversation most of our listeners are women Mm -hmm. that's who's spreading the word because and we can have this honest discussion as men I'm not going to sit here and tell you, Drew, man, here, here's this podcast. Download it. Listen, John, here's this podcast, man. Download and listen. We don't do that as men. We, we just don't. We listen. Oh, it's good. Um, maybe if a conversation comes up with someone about that podcast, we'll get involved in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but we're, we're, we're not built to share. We're not, we don't drive, men don't drive social media. Women do. Yeah. We, yeah, we follow. Yeah. Right. So women drive li- the, the, the podcast, the, the, the Instagram, the Facebook, they drive all of that. Mm-hmm. If you want a product and you want to drive that product and you want that product to be successful, I'm not saying that, oh, my God, you need to get on your hands and knees and, oh, this is going to be a woman-centric content, whatever it is. No, but you got to understand that women are going to make and break you in this day and age as far as it goes to your content being driven because they're the ones that are going to go on social media. I can tell you right now, I don't know anything about Twitter. Okay. I got a a Twitter page for a short, this podcast. I know nothing about it. However, we have people 
you know, shout out, shouts out to Jasmine and stuff. They will retweet the podcast. I need Jasmine to become my bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> She's my personal bodyguard. I need, I need her to walk, walk me to my car every night. <laughs> but they they will retweet this stuff. And you know who retweets them? Women. Every blue moon, a man. Will re- but it'll be the women that retweet. And so they're sharing to their followers. And then they're sharing to their followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what we're getting all these... I don't want to say miscellaneous cities, but there's these cities like we're like, well, wait a minute. Who lives there? I don't know anybody lives there. You know what I'm saying? Or who lives in this country? That's what's happening. And I'm not trying to devalue men, but hey, I'm a man. I know, bro. I'm not. Listen, Yeah. you don't know what podcasts I listen to. Correct. John don't know what podcasts I listen to. When I listen to them, y'all don't know because I'm not sharing. I'm a man. That's That's just not what we do. So I think that getting that content in the right place and these people that own these companies that see that, Oh my God, this is a little man here that has X amount, you know, on on the Instagram page, we have 400 followers, 400, almost 500 followers. And they're making, they're making this much noise with that amount of followers on Instagram. Wow. I mean, hell, our followers on Facebook is even less. We got like 200 and something followers on Facebook. 259. Yeah. So, but we're exceeding that number in downloads in two days. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I know we kind of went down a rabbit hole with yeah, that. Yeah, we did. But, we did. but, you know, I wanted a humble answer. You know, I asked mm-hmm. a question that's off script and, mm-hmm. and you gave me uh, a a heartfelt answer. So I much respect to that. And I, I see what you're saying. Cause my first response rebuttal to what you were saying earlier would, would have been, well, what about, you know, like satellite radio that charges their customers for X, Y, Z, but that's the company that's, but you're right. At a time that was very good. That was very creative. Right. That time has passed now because now we have the Spotify right. that I can download yeah, and not have to pay to. for. Yeah, right. I can. I, if I have an iPhone, I can get Apple Podcasts. And I don't have to worry about paying for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But 15 years ago, when you had Howard Stern, who was the king of all media, who reinvented radio, he had listeners that were and, and John and I are part of that that would say wow we get up and listen to our local radio Howard Stern's gone now he's going to this he created so much content bro I'm going to follow him mm-hmm. so now he's on this satellite radio thing what is this 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 serious and then it became serious XM what is this and now oh man so I can listen to music commercial free right and then I can also you know, Jamie Foxx had his radio show where it was a comedy show. He also did a t- uh, little radio show, too, called A Foxhole. I can listen to all this stuff for six ninety nine a month. Really? And then I can also hear old Howard Stern content. That was genius at that time. Right. Now, Howard Stern is uncensored. So all those bleeps that I was hearing on the radio, I don't he could do whatever he wants now. And guess what? For a good 10 years. That was the best damn decision ever made. But then guess what? The creator said, hey, you ain't got to pay for that. I mean, Howard Stern's there. But what if I provided you with this content where it's endless options of 
radio shows, which we call podcasts. And you don't have to pay a dime for unless you want a certain type of subscription. Right. So I can give you that. Also, I know you like commercial free music, right? How about you get to pick and choose what you want to listen to on your phone or your iPod or or whatever thing that you listen to music on? You don't have to worry about putting on a, a buying a satellite radio and getting it installed in your car. You could just Bluetooth it into your car. You know, there's now that there's this adaptation that where you can just do it in your car now and you can pick and choose what song you want to listen to. And yeah, for free, you may get a quick 20 second ad, but. If you want to pay an extra five dollars, you won't have to worry about that. Mm. Really? We took a left. Well, shit! I don't need to do Sirius XM Radio. <laughs> we took a left. We went down the rabbit hole <laughs> and took a left. So, but I, I hear you. That's hey. what happened, you know. Hey, and, and guess what? That, and and it went further than radio. Mm. It was, hey. Blockbuster, Redbox, we can give you these DVDs. You can rent out this many for just have it back in this day. Well, wait a minute. Here comes Netflix. Yeah, we'll do the same thing. We'll send it to your mail. But you know what? There's this thing now called Wi-Fi Internet. Mm. You can pull up whatever the hell you want to watch and watch as many times as you want to watch. We'll only charge you $6.99 for one month. History of the World Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> His cup is empty. Man. So I don't. I don't. His cup to, is empty. Yeah. that's why. Okay. To, hey, hey, that, that blind squirrel got. To. <laughs> so I. I don't have to now. I don't have to worry about. Let me go to Blockbuster and and let me go to Redbox. Yeah, you you give it a movie for one ninety nine, but each day that I keep it is an extra dollar, and I got to return it. And and then if I want to get another one, I got to see if they have it. And you may not have it at that box. I could pull up my damn TV and pull up a movie and say I'm ready to watch it. And guess what? I can stop it and follow up next week, and I'm not going to be charged no more than what that price you charge me per month. On next week's episode, Keith tells us where babies come from. (laughs) (laughs) This has been brought to you by Blind Squirrel, peanut butter whiskey. Pick you some up now. So, <laughs> I t- I, and I said I didn't want to, you know, I told John, I said, man, I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to be here that long with this episode. And we are already 40. We, 40 haven't, even, we haven't even tapped in. <laughs> I, I'd have messed this all up. <laughs> that damn squirrel. Boy. That squirrel, baby. That squirrel. It's a blind squirrel. damn squirrel on top of it. Listen. You squirrel. Mm. Let me see you squirrel. Yeah, man. So, but, but again, that's, and, and now... Okay, I've got these platforms. I have these different areas now. It's like Netflix. I'm going to sign a contract with Universal Movies, Apple. I'm going to create my own content, Paramount, Disney Plus, bro. I own everything so I could put everything, you know. So that's what happened now. And so now it's like, okay, well, Put me on this one. <clears throat> here's 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 the feedback from my content. Put me here. I'm I'm now want to sell myself 
to these content creators and oh well you could bring more eyes to me and whatever ads I run on your show or ads I run when they open up that app that's more eyes that's that's right at this moment now that's 11,000 more eyes almost 12,000 more eyes than what I had before to buy this content to buy this ad to buy this cream to make I ain't gonna go there so (laughs) <laughs> pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> All right. So sorry about that. I went down that little rabbit hole. Um see see y'all 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 meant to take me there because you said you did not want me to go on a rant. And I that wasn't no, a I rant. Said, I, I said I wanted you to go on a rant. Uh, so so you did it on purpose. That was no, I, it was a, it was an honest question. Yeah. Yeah. That was one hell of a monologue though. I will give you that. <laughs> Um, thank you for the question, Drew. I appreciate that. Man, it's hot as hell in here. We need to turn that fan up a little bit. Again, blind uh, squirrel, <laughs> peanut butter whiskey. That peanut butter whiskey, man. Let me gather tell you. friends and be nutty. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ain't nobody conscious now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't like whiskey or none of that mess. But this thing, like when you put your nose to it, when you're about to take a sip, it smells like. Jiff or Reese's or whatever peanut butter it didn't the, the taste. That needs to be the next yeah. Yeah. And then me and John added this Mozart chocolate cream to it. So it, it really did taste like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Did it taste like that to you? Yeah. Um I'm probably gonna be sleeping face down tonight. <laughs> Bruh, I hope that doesn't lead to any oh. unnecessary oh. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm due. Oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take the next story, man. <laughs> so, okay, I'm done. Let's go to the local business highlight. Uh, <laughs> so this week is a, is a is a special local business highlight. I really want to talk to you guys about this one, and um. Drew and John, you know, partake in this one as well. Um, This is so to give a little feedback, um, as you know, of course, on social media, you you run through different things. So I read an article um, a couple of years ago in Orlando Weekly about this guy, um, black guy, Edward. um, It was called Edward's Gourmet Confections and Fine Coffees. Right. So I was like, hmm, okay, And, And I'm always looking for. You know, whenever you want a treat or something, it's like, eh, I don't want to go to, I don't like damn Dunkin' Donuts and, you know, Krispy Kreme is fine, but I don't want no donut from there, you know. So you're always looking for something, you know, when you when you got a little sweet tooth. And so I saw the article, you know, they were naming him one of the best local uh, places to get sweets, Danishes, things of that nature, and pulled him up on Facebook. And I was like, okay, so... My wife was like, well, let's give him a try. So we placed an order. Um, at that time, he, you know, it was during a pandemic. So he actually made a delivery to the home. And we had ordered, um, he made these glazed citrus croissant donuts. And I was like, hmm, okay, let's try that. And man, let me tell you something. When I tell you these things were so light, and I'm not a I'm not big on citrus or things like that on my food, right? I like eating oranges um, by themselves. I don't like it on my food, but I was like, wow, 
this just really blew me away. And then I also ordered cinnamon rolls. So I was like, man, we continue to order with him. He he has a couple of um, places like a, the Longwood um, Farmer's Market. That's on Sundays. He he He's there from nine to two. And I, I took a drive up there. He's also at other farmers markets like on Saturday. He, he'll be at a uh, another venue this this coming Saturday, which, of course, it'll be passed by now when the episode drop on Tuesday. But he's at a, a, a lot of different farmers markets, you know, and he's also teamed up with Orlando Breads, which is on Orange Avenue in Altamont to help, um, you know, sell this product. So this brother has. It, it's delightful. OK, and that's a word you never hear me say, but it is. So I I, I, I could not stop ordering from him because and, and of course, ordered in, you know, certain uh, in order, you know, every week. But, you know, when when got that craving, I was like, man, I just got to order. And he just comes up with so many different delights. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a backdrop background, I'm sorry for Edward. It's called Edward's Gourmet confections and fine coffees you can look him up if you have facebook or instagram he's on both under edwards gourmet confections and fine coffees the way to contact him for anything that you need or anything that you want is through facebook or instagram he also has a phone number now if you don't have social media which pretty much everybody that listens to us does but if they if you don't in your local to Orlando, Florida. His phone number is 407-963-4405. Again, 407-963-4405. Look him up on Instagram or Facebook. I do most of my dealings with him on Facebook, but it is Edwards Gourmet Confections and Fine Coffee. And so a little background on Edward uh, for what he has been doing is he was born here in Orlando. He's local and he was introduced to baking at nine years old by his grandmother. Grandmother name was Bay and she was known for her cakes and pies, which were outstanding. His father also worked at Disney as a chef and his enthusiasm and excitement for any flavors beyond the norm rubbed off on Edward. And so he had the privilege of enjoying um, the Louisiana cuisine in his home, you know, with the different settings that we have when he was visiting his family because his family has the Louisiana background. And so he took it from there. He took it from there. And this became the only place in town where you not only get the highest quality dessert, but you get to receive the recognition in the form of delicious interpreted intentions. He really puts his heart and soul into what he makes. And so um, I reached out to him and I said, you know, hey, you know, we do a podcast here. Want to highlight you all as a local business. You know, I've bought from several times. And so he put together, you know, I, I said, well, here's what we'll do. Here's what are you selling? So on that particular weekend and, and, and when you call him, reach out to him, I've seen him make cakes, all types of desserts that, you know, are made to order. You tell him he can make it. I haven't tried his cakes yet and I want to, but he put together a little, you know, basket for us. He gave us um, 
we, we picked out a couple of citrus croissant donuts, a couple of lemon uh, croissant donuts, cinnamon buns, and also a chocolate almond bear claw. And then he also gave us like a triple chocolate uh, cherry Danish as well as a l- little treat, you know, to try with that. Phenomenal. I'm not again, I'm not a lemon guy. Uh, I'm not a citrus guy, but the 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 care and love that he puts into making these treats uh, just really blows you away. Um, I, I can't say enough nice things about him. My mom has him me up to take her out there on Sunday for Mother's Day to get some treats from him because she saw what we had. So, um, fellas, did you have any feedback from the desserts that you guys taste from Edwards Gourmet Confections and Fine Coffees? Uh, they were uh, fantastic. I actually shared them with uh, the wife and uh, my daughter. And um, this is probably uh, about an hour after dinner. And of course, my daughter, she gobbled it up. Uh, she destroyed the uh, the honey bun and um, or the cinnamon roll, rather. <clears throat> and um, she tried to um, take my lemon croissant donut away from me. <laughs> so uh, I made a peace offering so that she didn't. Uh, turned my hand into a nub <laughs> and um, gave her half of my um, uh, lemon croissant donut. I uh, had lemon zest on top of it. It was very light, fluffy. Um, wasn't too overpowering. Wasn't too sugary. Um, he placed a lot of care in crafting uh, these delectable uh, pastries. And I was overall uh, pleased uh, with the quality and the um, um, fastidious uh, attention to detail Word of the place, week. Uh, fastidious uh, with his confections and uh, bravo, Mr. Edward. Bravo. Wow. Fastidious. Ooh, man. What a word. Word of the day, everyone. Yeah. Fastidious. Drew, did you have a chance to, to taste it or? Yeah, so I, I don't eat sweets mm-hmm. a lot, um, especially with lemon flavor. Um, I had the that lemon flavored donut. Mm-hmm. Um, I ate that, and to be honest with you, you could taste a little bit of the lemon, but it wasn't overpowering like most pe- places do. Mm-hmm. They kill their stuff in le- in, in like lemon flavor, mm-hmm. um, so that was good. Um, the other ones were a little bit too sweet for me, but it was still good. I just couldn't eat the whole, right, the whole right. thing. So I had to eat that small, smaller pieces. But it was it was good, especially that, that donut. I was very shocked that somebody can master uh, a lemon, lemon or lime flavor, lemon flavor, lemon flavor, yeah, on a donut, and it didn't overpower the whole donut. And the donut was moist and soft, and and I, you know, when you dropped it off to me, mm-hmm. I didn't eat it that day. I ate it like. The next day. Oh, wow. Still, yeah. Still, okay. It's still good. Oh, all right. Well. Tip it, a, t- tip it a wrap to you. Yeah. So check them out. Edwards Gourmet Confections and Fine Coffees. Again, phone number is 407-963-4405. I do want to try the coffees, though. Okay. I didn't know he had coffee. Yeah. I do want to try. Yeah, you got fine coffees. Okay. 
I don't drink coffee, but um, when I go out there Sunday, when I get something, I'll I'll, I'll get some coffee for you. So you try. Uh, Edwards Gourmet Confections and Fine Coffees. Again, he's on Facebook and he is on Instagram by that name there. So please check him out. Um, you know me and well, you've seen me and John, so you know we eat well. So, <laughs> um, you know, we won't steer you in the wrong direction. So please give him a holler, check him out, especially if you're local, and, um, you know, see what he can do for you. And uh, I think you will not be disappointed in that. So speaking of food, <clears throat> we did a another countdown. This one was a, a, a lot better on our colons. Would you say, John? Yeah. <laughs> Colon was not under duress. It wasn't. Uh, for me, it wasn't under duress. Were you under duress? No. Um, I'm okay. actually pleasantly surprised uh, how well it went Okay. Um, this week. Yeah, and this and this is one we didn't put on the polls, right? We 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 decided we we're going to do this, and so um, yeah, because the polls are going to kill us anyway, uh, oh. regardless of whatever choice they're going to check, choose the uh, what I would deem the worst choice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So and and you guys already tried to kill us, you know, with the next one that we have to do, which is pizza. I've already, I've already started that the, one. <sighs> yeah, that one. Yeah, I've already started and, you know, I'm, I'm not. And, and 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 just to let you all know, if you have no idea, when we do these, it isn't just based upon pizza, local places, because, again, we get support from all over. So what does it look like? John and I going to say Tomasino's. You don't have a Tomasino's in Georgia. You don't have a Tomasino's in Alaska. So when we go to these different places, it's going to be on a national nationwide type brand. I mean, it may not reach everywhere, but for the most part, you know, this is a, this is a place that most people know about. They have one there, or maybe they've traveled and they've tasted that brand. So that's what we're doing. We're not doing anything local um, because our reach again is past Orlando. And, we thank you guys for that because we we would have never guessed in a million years that our reach would go past Orlando, but it has. So when we do these places, you know, it's not a, well, oh, we really like these places, so let's do this. No, we're doing it on a national level. So that's what you're seeing. Uh, so this time we did subs. Uh, the places were Wawa, Jersey Mike's. Subway. Now, Wawa is a gas station. I know that's not all over the place, but it's in a majority of the places on the on the East Coast. Um, and they really start popping up down here in the South in the last, what, five, six years. Um, it's a gas station, but inside they damn near have a restaurant. So um, we use them. Uh, Wawa, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, I think, is nationwide. I'm sure it is because I've seen it in many other states. Um, Subway, which is everywhere. Um, Firehouse Subs, which is pretty much everywhere. Jimmy John's is pretty much everywhere. And Publix, Publix is growing. It is in the southeast and, you know, um, it's building and and it's even going up north um, a little bit. So, we use those as the top sub countdowns. Again, we didn't want to go to one of our local sub places, Philly something. And, and you guys are like, what the hell is that? So we want to do the countdown for that. Just to kind of give you our view of what we had placed in our top 
six, shall I say. So without further ado, let's break it down. Uh, let's go with number six on your list, John. What was your number six sub that you had? My number six is Subway. Subway. Agreed. What sub did you have? The uh, spicy Italian. Um, actually, that was my last sub. I actually had that earlier this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Or actually, late morning, around 11 o'clock or so. Uh, stepped through the threshold of the establishment. Uh, once again, not a fuck you. Hello, hello sir. How are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I was standing in front of a little kiosk waiting to be served or at least acknowledged. And the um, young lady in the back uh, just continued to sweep and sweep and sweep. And someone else was in the back, I guess, baking bread or or whatever. But um, they were not attentive to my need, which is. Hey, I'm kind of on the clock here. Could you yeah. hurry up and make this damn sandwich so I can get out of here? So, um, I don't know what's up with their meat. Um, it's at this particular point, I can only assume it's highly processed uh, meat slurry um, concoction that they placed in the slices and Jeez. The, the only positive about subway is their bread that's the only thing that i that's that's glaring to me and that sticks out is their bread is it's great it's fantastic it wasn't abrasive to the gums um but everything else just kind of just fell apart with the meat uh the provolone cheese um I think their uh, crunchy water died a while ago, and Damn. it really didn't do. I didn't know water could die. Well, it, water it, dies. It, <laughs> that oh, iceberg God. lettuce was fucking horrible. Woo! Um, kind of it overpowered the uh, the two meats Your on the sandwich. Man. Sorry, mom. Jeez. Um, that damn blind squirrel. Yeah, um, it's kicking in. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that. I could just destroy this place and this sandwich, and but number six was Subway for me. You know what sound effects you need to get? Mm. Remember that uh, from uh, that's Dre's uh, CD last one he did about fifteen years ago. Yeah, where they're in the uh, bar and like, what the fuck you want? Yeah, I gotta put that right there. It was actually twenty years ago. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Two thousand one. We still waiting on detox. Right? <clears throat> uh, well, was that nineteen ninety nine? So what? That ain't happening. Det- uh, what? Uh, two thousand one? Yeah, they came out in two thousand one. Okay. Our twenty twenty two. I mean, two thousand two. I think. Yeah. I think it did. Uh, that sounds like a good a good plan though to get that that that, that, and that DJ bombs. <laughs> so John did not care for Subway at all. Um. Yeah, no, you were right, John. It was released in 1999. My bad. Okay. November 1999. My number six, it's different from yours. My number six, and this is for the people probably going to be like, what is he talking about? But I went there. Number six was Publix. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Drew, why you turn your head like that, bro? 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let's get to it. I want to hear this. Let me tell you something. Publix is the Chick-fil-A of customer service for grocery stores. You went against the Lord's uh, Publix sub, They the Lord sub. take very good care of their meat department, their, their their groceries, everything. You really feel like you're in a different planet when you go into uh, public. I think you do this just to see my blood pressure. I, <laughs> however, I believe that Publix is highly overrated with their food. Um, their chicken doesn't always is not always done. That's the the rotisserie and the fried. I have I agree to always with that. put in enough. Okay, I agree with chicken that. tenders. It's not always done. Um, here's why Publix is number six on my list. Publix meat. The boar's head meat is top notch. It is the best meat out of all six places that I had. That's only one part of the sandwich, though. I do not want to eat on a freaking sponge. I'm sorry. That's not even a sponge. Brillo pad. A Brillo pad for my sub. That bread is not. (laughs) Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did with all my subs because I, I, I just have this thing now, right? And I because I don't eat sub. Remember, we had this conversation a couple of episodes ago when we tried badass sandwiches, right? right? Not a big sub eater, don't really eat them. But now, especially depending on what type of sub I get, I I go get a Jew to dip them in. To what? A Jew, a Jew sauce. That's like that broth. Yeah. <laughs> what you looking at? A Jew. So I go over to it is crazy. Is that what it's called? Aju. It's called Aju. Oh, Aju. 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 Oh my God. I go over to the Arby's. Right across the the street. And I go get that Aju sauce. And so I did that for all of the subs except for I think it was one. I think it was one. There is no reason that after dipping that bread in that aju, that that shit was still hard and so much. It's overwhelming, the bread. The bread is, that's the only thing I remember about that sub is the bread. Forget about the boar's head meat. Forget about, you know, the mustard I put on there, the the, the spinach I put on there. Forget all that. It was the bread. That That was the last thing. And you know how bad that bread is they take that bitch off that rack and they get this big ass knife and it's like they're cutting into it like they're splitting a damn rib down the middle or or or, or they've got to cut the the, the ribeyes off off for the from the cow to make the ribeyes with the bone that's how they cut their bread and i got a six inch half a sub and there's no reason that i should have i was full off that half a sub with regular meat regular cheese more so than me getting a foot long at every other place that I went to. That bread, something needs to be done about that bread. I don't know who needs. Publish, you make everything fresh. Stop with that sub bread. That bread is. And then also, let me tell you. And I'll be done here. I don't know if you guys pay attention, but there's always a damn fly in the bread box there when I go to Publix. Publix is one of the cleanest places I've ever been to. But somehow they got that one, it don't matter what Publix I go to, there's a damn fly flying in them breads. I don't want that shit. 
I don't want it. Now, when I went, the bread was coming straight off the rack, fresh, and they still had to get this big ass Jason knife from Friday the 13th to cut through the bread because oh, I want half. <laughs> okay. So I have a, a <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, I have lots of hacks when it comes to ordering food, right? Uh, yes. I have, a sub, I have a sub hack. Tell me your sub hack. I'll, I'll share it with you, especially with Subway. Well, not Subway. Publix? Don't go to Subway. Uh, Publix, yeah. But go ahead. I'm done. Oh, you're done? Number six, oh. Publix. Because the only thing I remember is the bread. So when you go to Publix, just get your meat cut, whatever cheese you want to get, and then get your own. Well, I usually get the no-carb, low-carb uh, wrap roll. I make it at home. Don't ask them to make a sub. That's the chicken tender sub, overrated. That's okay. number two. Act number one is this. Go ahead. You order a sub from, from, uh, from Publix, mm-hmm. and you go over and you get the Cuban bread. That they make their ah food. damn you true and, and you take the meat because they they load it up with the meat and all that shit yeah and you put it in the Cuban bread yes the Cuban bread is so good you'll thank me later okay That's hack number one thank you Drew. hack number two is you get all the boar's head meats mm-hmm. right cheeses and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you get the fresh bread the ones that they turn over every what thirty minutes forty five yeah. minutes or something like that yeah and you take your ass to the house. And you put it together. Then. Yeah, you're right. That's how I usually do it. There's a bread that they use in that bread box, probably from the bread from last oh my the, God. the night before. Oh, and just to let you guys know, I got the Philly cheesesteak. That's what I got from Okay. There. Sorry. Thank you for the hacks, Drew. I appreciate that. No problem. Number five. My number five is Publix. Huh. All right. Um, I'll piggyback a little bit off of what you said in reference to um, their deli meat. It is great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That damn Italian bread must have been um, crafted with the tusk of the fucking elephant. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, I got home. I was really hungry. An Italian elephant? Is there such a thing? The tusks. The tusks. Damn. Damn. But um, that bread was so tough. Um, I. Didn't know what was taking place inside. My <laughs> I was like, "Why did? Why is my gums hurting?" <laughs> Damn! <laughs> you See, know, and you know what went through my mind though. You watched the three hundred, yes, and that line that Leonidas says to to really hype his his troops up. Yes, give them nothing, but yes. take from them everything. Yes. That's what happened to my fucking gun. <laughs> I taste the iron in my blood. I'm like, wait a minute. I, that, I floss my teeth every single day. Why are my gums bleeding? Uh-huh. Um, horrible. They, I don't know. They jumped the shark with that uh, Italian bread. Okay. And I don't know. And it's consistent. Doesn't matter what Publix I go to, that damn Italian bread Bruh. is it's unforgiving. The it's the worst. Absolutely unforgiving, unyielding. Those breads look like they could give somebody a concussion if you hit them with <laughs> upside down. They should be registered. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode has been brought to you by Blind Squirrel. <laughs> Peanut butter whiskey. Gather friends. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. And be nutty. <laughs> you know what I thought? And I know this sounds silly, but I literally wanted to put on my um, 
my impression of the Dudley Boys gear. Mm. Grab a fucking table. Mm. Find the person who made this bread mm-hmm. and put them through the damn table. Yeah. Yeah. Get the tables. Yeah. It's terrible. That's all I could come back. That's why it was my number six. Because the meat is fantastic. The meat is fantastic. But I don't think about the meat after I eat a public sub. I'm thinking about that bread. And even if I dipped it in that 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 sauce, I it was still too much. Yeah. Took a week to recover. Yeah. That was the last sub I had. That was because I knew what I, I knew what I was looking forward to with that bread. That was the first. Wow. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay. Number five for me, Jimmy Jones. <laughs> so the reason why Jimmy Jones is number five for me, nothing against Jimmy Jones. I mean, I remember one time many years ago, I I ordered Jimmy Jones. They were kind of new to the area when I was working out in Lake Mary. And I had put down my phone and like three minutes later, they were at the job saying, hey, there's a there's a there's an order here for Keith. I'm like, what? I just placed an order. I don't know what they're doing. If they're making the subs in the car, you know, I don't know. However, the reason why it's number five for me, I do not. Anybody that knows me, I do not like cold cuts. And what I mean by cold cuts is I don't like a cold sub. They, I, my subs have to be hot. That's me. That's just I'm very picky with that. Fresh out the grease. And so they don't make hot subs. So I was already turned off because when I pulled up, the one that I have near my house, they actually have a drive through. And so <clears throat> when I pulled up, I said, hey, man, what <clears throat> what hot subs you guys have now? Oh, we don't. I said, y'all still don't do hot subs? So I was already turned off right then. So I ended up getting the Jimmy Cubano, which was their version of the Cuban sandwich. Nobody makes a cold Cuban sandwich, so I was done. So I said, okay, I'm just going to go home and toast it myself on the stove. So that's what I ended up doing. By that time, that was the one that I didn't get the Jew for. And by that time, I was just, I was disenchanted with the whole process of eating that sub. So the only reason it didn't make number six for me is because the bread wasn't overwhelming. I could taste every piece of the meat, the cheese, the mustard, in the bread. It, it it was not public. So it was number five for me. Number four. My number four is Wawa. Hmm. Same for me. Yeah. Wawa. Um, it was just there. Nothing special about it. Yeah. At, at all. Which um, kind did you get? I, I, I just stuck with Italian. Okay. Every sub I got was Italian. I did Philly cheesesteak for this one. Um, only difference is I did the cheese sauce, like the cheese whiz sauce. They had, well, they're not cheese whiz, but they have like little cheddar sauce. I did that for mine. I will say their provolone cheese <clears throat> cold. I don't know w- what that taste was, but it mm. didn't taste like provolone cheese to me. Okay. Um, kind of put a damper on the rest of the sandwich. Mm. Um, it's it's palatable. I can say that. That's that's about it. Nothing special. Okay. Um, so that was my number four. Yeah, it was nothing special for me. Um, I got the Philly cheesesteak with the cheddar cheese sauce, spinach on it, mustard. And it was there. You know what I mean? It, it I didn't have to have it. Was the was the what the what was the uh the uh, the meat was it was it fresh or 
Because I always get squeamish when they go inside that little um yeah container yeah and so start dumping I I know and that that's where I catch them at I'm like did you cut it up and then put it in the container to heat it up What's and then I don't know I don't know I don't know so I I because after I place my order I'm already going to the counter to pay and then when I'm coming back by that time they're already in the process. So I don't know. Next time I'm just going to, if I go and get one, I'm just going to stand there to see. Oh, they don't make it fresh. Uh, well, it sits, it sits there in stews. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I don't have to ever have it again. Um, but it didn't disrupt my day. I, I wasn't like, oh, I can't do this ever again. So that was my number four. That was our, both our number fours. What was your number three? Uh, Jimmy John's. I mean, Jimmy John's was my number three. Could easily been number four, but mm-hmm. Once again, nothing special. Um, kind of a smaller sandwich mm-hmm. than what I'm used to. Um, nothing to write home about. Once again, it was a palatable sandwich. Decent flavor. Um, Jimmy John's, number three. Okay. Number three is going to be a surprise. Um, this place I hate. Um, I n- do not like this place. And when I went to go try it, it was actually my first place. Cause I said, I want to get the worst place out the way. Right. <clears throat> my wife loves them. I don't know why I tell her they're not, that's not real meat It's slime. The, the, the ingredients are slime. Everything about it is slime. It's not real. But on this occasion, I'm, I haven't had this place in so long. So I was going based off of what I ate at that time. On this occasion, the customer service was excellent and the food, the sub was great. The bread, as you stated before for this one, is excellent. And the meat that I had was it it did not taste like it had been sitting there for 10 days. Um, Subway was my number three. I I got the Philly cheesesteak. I even added a little extra thing to it. I put some pepperoni on it and it was a little. It was good. I'm perplexed. I listen. Me, I was uh, so as perplexed as you are. Can you imagine me sitting there taking a bite out of it and going, "What the hell? This is good." I, 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 I had not had a subway in years because I just I th- I thought it was trash. Everything about it is trash. I don't know if this. I. I it won't cause me to go back again. Like I won't go, Oh, well let me go to subway. I had a, no, it's a 50, 50 proposition. Bro, go to. It, hey man, it was, it was like, Hey, we're going to give you a million dollars. If you hit this half, this, this, the shot from the half court line. And I was like, sure. It went in, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was surprising. Um, I don't think it ever happened again, but I was going based off of that experience. So that was my number three subway. Okay. Number two. Uh, my number two was uh, Jersey Mike's. Okay. Um, uh, good quality products. Uh, once again, the bread wasn't abrasive uh, to my gums. Um, this is one of the later sandwiches I had. Same for me, too. Jersey Mike's was number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was fresh. Uh, the lettuce was fresh. Um, the uh, I, I put on, um, instead of regular... Uh, Mustard, I put the uh, spicy mustard on, a um, little bit of mayonnaise, and, of course, the comes with the ham and the salami, and um, 
whatever else. I know it was a three meats uh, on there, but um, it was a pretty good, pretty good sandwich. Okay. That was my number two. I had the, of course, a Philly cheesesteak. Um, very fresh. The bread is fresh. Everything about the sandwich was just fresh. I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I would not have been upset if it was my number one. Like, you know, it was just that damn good. So that was my number two. I hadn't had Jersey Mike's in a long time. I don't even eat the subs, but I mean, it was, it was like, damn. I hadn't had it in about seven years. Yeah, it had been a very long time. About that same time for me, too. Very good. And number one, of course. Firehouse. Firehouse. Can I tell you a funny story? Go ahead. I had Firehouse um, <clears throat> many years ago. And the one or two times I had it, I said, this place sucks. I don't like it. So I went probably about 17 years between having Firehouse subs. I had not had it in a very long time. And so sometime last year, my son wanted Firehouse. I said, okay. I was hungry too. I said, I'll get a sub from here too. And I was like, whoa, it's not that bad. And as you, I like to kind of stick to what I know. Mm-hmm. But for this challenge, I tried something different. I did the New York steamer. Mm. Can I tell you that because we did this challenge, I don't want to eat too many subs in a row. But do you know I was ready to go back to Firehouse to get that damn sub again? You know what I'm saying? Like that sub was so damn good. It was a New York steamer. I think it has brisket, roast beef. Um, and corned beef or something like that on it. Oh my God. That sub blew me away. Like, I, I won't go there and get a Philly cheesesteak no more. I'm going to get a New York steamer. That sub was good. Mm-hmm. The ingredients was fresh. The bread was fresh. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that was my number one. I, I stuck with the Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the fact they actually place oregano on top of their Italian oh, subs. Oh, God, yeah. And then they also put a little bit of a. Um, the Italian um, dressing mm-hmm. on it to give it a little bit more flavor, mm-hmm. a little bit more tang to it. Um, and it's consistent every time I go there, no matter what firehouse I go to, they yes. prepare it the same and the quality and the flavor is the same. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the bread is lightly breaded. Once again, the bread is not abrasive to the gums, mm-hmm. um, easy to bite. And um, they actually messed up my order. They gave me a medium sub versus a large sub. But mm-hmm. I said, well, no, sir, we can get you. Like, no, I'll, I'll go ahead with the medium because I'm pressed for time. I need yeah. to get back to work. Um, and once again, it was uh, they didn't disappoint. <coughs> so that was my number one. Yeah. Um, Shouts out to Firehouse, man. They're, they're so good. I Yeah, I'm probably going to have that again. Uh, you give a Publix in reference to their bread or something. Oh, my God. You know, Pops threw something to me, too, um, when I was telling him we were doing this. And I was like, man, that was my favorite place to get a sub from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Quiznos. I used to love a Quiznos sub. Do you hear me? That chicken carbonara sub. Oh, man. <sighs> man they put that meat, dunk it in that water, <laughs> and then they put it through that toaster. Oh, my God. Pops was like, you should have had Quiznos. Well, they ain't got no Quiznos around, man, but ain't nothing beating a Quiznos. I said, yeah, from what we had, I mean, I remember Quiznos, and, and, and I was always apprehensive about getting Quiznos because of their commercials. 
a, a damn they rat or some weird. shit. Yeah. Um, abstract. Yes. But I, abstract in, in a non-tasteful way. Right, right, right. I wonder if they're still around anywhere else. I know they all shut down here, but I wonder if there's like some obscure. I don't know. They had that weird city. franchise model. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the franchisees were complaining that um, a lot of the deals really cut into their margins. And that's uh, why a lot of okay. them didn't survive because mm-hmm. uh, they're trying to get people through the door. Like, yeah, we have the volume, but we're not making profit because we're essentially it's a wash mm-hmm. with the cost of making it. And then also the they can only go to one distributor of the meats and, and breads. They couldn't price it out to other competitors. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of did them into. Okay. So okay. They made a great sandwich. Or yeah. They made great sandwiches. They but, sure but as hell do. I mean. I think there's a few still open maybe, but. Like, not here. Not here. <clears throat> I loved them. They died oh, my God. Day. I loved them. So that was it. That was our top sub cut countdown. Um, episode 16, you will get the pizza or 17. I'm not sure yet. Whichever one we can. It's 15. So. I mean, I'm sorry, not 16. Either 17 or 18. Whichever one we can power through, you will get the pizza countdown um, on that. And oh my God. That peanutty whiskey got to you. So. Yeah. So that was the countdown. <laughs> Um, as we had discussed earlier, again, you know, this is a Mother's Day episode. And so kind of wanted to touch base on that before we got out of here. And, um, you know, the importance <clears throat> of our mothers. Mothers are very important, you know, raising up men, <clears throat> having having a hand in raising up, you know, men in this day and age is not easy. Um, during our time, it was not easy. You know, um, just being there and being that support guide and, you know, doing everything. So I kind of wanted to kind of touch base on that before we get here. Um, Shouts out to all the mothers out there that are celebrating. And for those that aren't mothers but play that mother figure uh, in anyone's life, shouts out to you as well. Um, You have had a hand and the success of that human being, whether it has been that little boy, a little girl growing up, um, you have had a played a hand in that. Although biologically you did not have that child, you still should be able to share in the success of the growth of that person because of the influence that you had over their life growing up and being there for them at times. And so um, I kind of said I wanted to do you know, kind of like maybe a funny story, but kind of took a little turn there, John, and, you know, wanted to do something a little, a little different. Um, maybe bring, I'm, I'm, I was thinking like, maybe we should have brought the mothers in here or something like that, but that could have turned into to chaos and we wouldn't have got through the episode. We would have been here for about five or six hours. <laughs> yeah. Two, been a two hour prayer. Yes. Yes. My mother would have led off with a, a, a good two hour prayer mm-hmm. and um, really rebuked us with having this lick out here. My head boy. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe we could just give him a call. So um, John, did you want to give your mom a call? See if she had anything to say on the air. Yeah. Let me um, About, us, you could put it on speakerphone and put it near the microphone, and you know we we can see if she has any anything to add about raising you 
and your brother. Um, before you do that real quick, well, while you're doing that, go ahead and do that. Did you guys see that picture of Floyd Mayweather? You know, he's got a fight coming on with uh, Logan Paul, and Logan Paul snatched his hat. Today's episode has been brought to you by... <laughs> Blind Squirrel. Listen. Peanut butter whiskey. I don't know why this man looked like Caesar from Planet of the Apes with hair on his head. Gather <laughs> friends. <laughs> And be nutty. <sighs> I don't yeah, the thinning hair with the patches on top. It was the patches. It was it was the hair period because I'm not used to seeing them with hair. Blind it, squirrel. Just, really? <laughs> Peanut butter whiskey. <sighs> it really just 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 blew us off. So uh, gather one friends. Of the guys in our group has that um as his profile as his profile picture, picture and it's just. <laughs> And be not I'm going to say this is the conflict that Selma. Oh, well, yes, I saw that. <laughs> hey, Mom. Was that uh, Charlemagne the God? Yeah, like that? that posted that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm good. Um, just letting you know. Hold on one second. Just letting you know you're on the uh, the Short Desk Podcast. Miss right Patty. Now. Yes, sir. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, it's after after the nine o'clock. Girlfriends <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give us one more hour now. Come on now. So I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We're all doing Good. well. We're doing well. Awesome. Um, we're, we're, we're doing. How are you doing? You know, being blessed. Awesome, awesome. Glad to hear that. You didn't ask me personally. You just said how you guys are, and you singled out Drew. Wow. Wow. Second hand again. Oh, my gosh. Now you want to give my government and then second hand me. Wow. I'm doing well, Miss Fatty. I'm doing well. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. So we, we just want to bring you on and kind of, you know, touch upon any story, funny, none, or whatever, you know, about you being, you know, this is our Mother's Day episode, and you know, we want to give a salute to all the mothers that have, you know, had a hand in raising their children. And in this I case, your okay. your sons. Can you hear me? Okay, I hear you now. I hear you. So that's all right. So any story you want to share about, you know, raising John and, you know, even John tell you, you can add that in there because, hey, you had twins, you know, on this Mother's Day episode. Yeah, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Something that something I didn't think I could take on, but I did. You know, God is good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, hold on, it was hold on. um, I thought, uh, I don't know what to say other than it was it was uh, delightful uh, raising those uh, wonderful young men. Mm-hmm. But I could, if you want me to share a story, what do you want me to say about them? Whatever comes to your spirit and your heart. They were perfect. They weren't perfect. Perfect. Uh-huh. They, of course, they they're they're twins. Mm-hmm. They they have their own personalities. They different. They're just like night and day. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So, but overall, wonderful, wonderful. I'm blessed to have. How was that? 
wonderful boys it was like being having twins right so you you did you have let me ask you this because you're a mother right when i first met john it was difficult (laughs) at the very very beginning to distinguish who was who between him and jante um for us now as we 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 journeyed on in ninth grade i said oh I told Drew back then, I said, okay, so I know which one is which. That's the one that smiles, and that's the one that grimaces all the time. (laughs) So that's how we were able to distinguish them. John was the one that frowned, and Jante had a slight smile on his face. So you being... Yeah, so with you being the mother, like especially them being newborns, how were you able to distinguish the two? Well, it was easy for me because... Um, John, he's two minutes apart. He's two minutes. He was born seven, uh, seven forty-four, forty-four a.m. And Jonte was born seven forty-six a.m. However, Jonte had to stay in the hospital because he had surgery the next day in his belly area. Oh, okay. that's how I noticed because of the scar. Oh, okay. Okay, and John was slightly bigger. So yeah, they were they looked so much alike yeah. when they were first born mm-hmm. and as they um aged, I they started growing into themselves, I would say, uh, around eight, nine years old. I used to dress them, you know, the same. They mm-hmm. were the same clothing, same shoes. Everything was the same until they decided on their own that they wanted wanted to dress differently. So, I, there, there was the time, model oh. when they were, you know, toddlers, one would come in my room and I would look at him. I'm like, okay, boy, who are you? <laughs> who are you, Shayla? <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Okay. They're not identical, by the way. They're not. They're not. Oh, okay. That was going to be my next question. Were they identical or Siamese or. Okay. No, they're not identical. So, you know, it's funny, right? Because when you look at their pic- the pictures that you have them, there's this picture you have them. And I think it's like a blue and white outfit in your house. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. still there. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know them, like if that's your first time looking at the picture, you would not be able to take, tell them apart. Cause I could, I could just look at it and go, I could see someone not being able to tell them apart, but because I've been around them, which is weird, right? I wasn't around them when they were that age, but I can look at that picture and I say, Oh, that's John Tay. That's John. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. 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 So did they ever do any kind of like, switches on you like double trouble switches on you just to mess with you oh my god i wouldn't say switch they just did things that just i believe at one point i said god i don't know if they these boys were born to drive me crazy <laughs> <laughs> what and i'm telling you I, and, and scared me. i remember one time um I usually, when um, they were younger, I would clean on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. During the week, I would clean on Saturdays. And the boys had to be about, uh, I would say, three, two or three years old. And they, you know, John and John Tate, didn't, did, they did not demand so much attention from me because they had each other, right? Mm-hmm. So this particular afternoon, I was cleaning. And all of a sudden, I heard a scream in the kitchen. One kid screaming, just crying. So I ran in the kitchen, saw where the stove was on, and John uh, T was on the floor. 
and I saw where he had apparently put his hand on top of the stove. Turn the stove on oh. and burned his fingers. Burned his fingers, right? Mm-hmm. And the dad was working at the time, so I thought, oh my God, I'm, I'm a bad parent. I thought the worst. Mm-hmm. So I just picked him up. I held him. I started rocking him. I, I got a cup of water, ice water, and put his fingers in, so just to soothe the, you know, the burning sensation. And I just held on him. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, I, and John just noticed what I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gave Dante so much attention that day. So the next day, I don't know what I was doing. I hear another, another a scream coming from the kitchen again. Uh-huh. I'm going to the kitchen. JW, buddy, John turned on the stove. He on it. But guess what? Uh-huh. And I started screaming, of course, and I looked at him. I said, Lord, you're not going to get the same response from me oh my like God. you ever did the day before. Yeah. But, you know, I, that was just temporary. You mm-hmm. know, I only because he wanted the attention that I gave Dr. Gave big before. <laughs> so, wow. You know, I, I could tell you some stories that were just, oh. um, I said, Lord, I don't know what. If I have a good twin and an evil twin, but it might be the one. <laughs> Another little story I can tell you about um, the boys. Jante, uh, the personalities are different. They're very sharp kids, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, Jante, you know, same age. I think you were about four four years old. Um, they were out playing in the back of the apartment, not too far from, you know, the apartment with their, crowd, their friends. And Jante, this particular day, came and said, hey, mom, I got you something. I'll pick you some flowers. And he handed me these beautiful flowers. Of course, they were weeds, right? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, thank you, sweetheart. You're so wonderful. You're so powerful. Uh-huh. Here comes John. Next 20 minutes, I believe. <laughs> oh, I got something for you, mama. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got something for you, mama. Here, here's what he gets for you. Guess what he handed me? What's that? Well, you wouldn't guess. A dead lizard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. I don't know how I made it, but I can say by the grace of God, that's how yeah, I made it. And I was able to um, raise those boys mm-hmm. uh, with some help. But um, yeah, uh, they turn out to be decent human beings. Well, Miss Patty, you did an awesome job. Um, it shows by the men that they are now. Um, Thank so you. we. Thank you for doing a great job in in raising two young black boys into being honorable black men. So um, we salute you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm just trying to be nice for the show. You try to be nice for the show. Oh, for the show. Okay, we can always talk later about. 
Okay, call me after the show. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Mom. All right, baby. Love you. All right, love you, you too. Have a good rest of the day. Okay, We're you too. Okay. Okay. Bye right. bye. Bye bye. Oh man, I couldn't imagine having twins, man. That's hey. She went to every baseball game, every basketball game, every football game. Yeah. Um, as embarrassing as she usually is. Yeah. You know, especially when she had that camcorder and <laughs> she really didn't have a filter. Mm-hmm. And I think you actually watched one of the uh yes. the videos. Yes. Um, um it wasn't the part where I thought you would obviously laugh at. Mm-hmm. One of the parts was um, I had a really good baseball game. Mm-hmm. I had ran out to a first base because that was my position. And um, I had a wedgie and I was picking my wedgie. <laughs> and my mom um, unprompted yells out, quit digging! <laughs> In front of everybody. But the part that you laughed at is... Um, I was at bat, mm-hmm. and um, I had swung and missed. And my mom, like, under her breath, but really not under her breath, said, God damn it. <laughs> That's right. I remember. <laughs> and you kept rewinding that part back. <laughs> oh, man. Just how hilarious that shit. Yeah. God damn it. She was mad as hell, boy. <laughs> and then my grandfather. <laughs> I had knocked the snot out the ball. My grandfather went, good God. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them, but. Give me that commentary. Oh, man, that was fantastic. That's what it's all about, man. Quit, uh, quit digging in front of everybody. So I'm going to now try to get Mama Johnson on here, and I'm going to let her know we ain't got too much time for her. Now, watch. She probably ain't going to pick up because. You know, she probably on the phone talking, and I'm and I'm calling her the FaceTimer, and she won't pick up. Mm. She won't pick up. I know she was out there getting her hair done. She told me she was going to get her hair washed, so mm-hmm. there's probably a, a a good chance that she won't pick up the phone, which is all good. You know what I'm saying? That's she'll probably call back. What you call me for, boy? What's going on? What you what you need? You know I'm out here getting my hair done. Uh, well, how long take it to get her hair done? Oh man, it's a she been gone since five o'clock. It's an all day affair. It's an all day affair. Yeah. Five or six, something like that. I don't know. Hello, hello, mama. Yeah, you on the short this podcast, so watch your tone with me on this phone. You better watch yourself. Why you <laughs> look, why you didn't pick up that phone when I was FaceTiming you? Now see, there you go. When you when I call you, you don't never pick up. But when you when I do it back to you. You, you can't take it. Listen, boy. we already done what? had this conversation. You needed what? to pick up that FaceTime when I was calling you. I need to see where you are at all times. Now, where you at? Mm. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Where are you? Well, you need to know where I'm all the You need to know where it's Iris and um baby. Well, they're here. So where are you? Well, it's nine o'clock at night. You need to be home. For you. You don't Good sound like you. you're home. Good for you. Where are Good you, Mom? Good for you. So listen. What? I'll call you. I got John and Drew in here, of course. We're recording. And um, 
we want to highlight our mothers on Mother's Day. Um, I was uh-huh. going to have you in here, but, you know, you, you got other plans that you can't let me see where you are right now. So. She's turning, she turning corners. Man. Um, yeah, but she don't drive like that no more. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, you know, in honor of you, you raised such a fine gentleman. And I mean, fine gentleman. He's being recognized by all of the Academy Arts of Entertainment for being just a prestige you know, citizen, uh, one of the top 50 black men in the United States right now. And that had to be an honor to raise such a fine gentleman that you have. So I just want to find out if you had any type of stories or uh, anything you want to share about raising this mountain of a man. Well, if he was real fine, he is fine. But if he was real fine, he would do what I raised him, put the word on the inside of him. And he That's would right. he would really, really give his life to Christ. <sighs> and he would start living for Christ. Mm, say it loud. And loving and then not only that, he would stop there. He would ask God to fill him with some Holy Ghost power, some keeping power. That's what he would do. <sighs> yeah. Because right now he's living like he his mama didn't raise him right. Mm-hmm. That's I okay agree with you. because God told me to train him up. And guess what? When I get done doing that, God would take over. And I'm just Depending on and trusting God that He's gonna take over, He's taking over. Uh, so he's he's fine, but don't don't get yourself no blinding point. I didn't, I didn't, uh, Mom. I didn't ask you for that. I asked for glory. But well, you know what, son? You can't tell me what to say. Glory, 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 mm-hmm. glory, glory. Oh, you want me to say what I'm? Mm-hmm. Glory, come with it now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so what you want me to say? Tell if you want me to say, then tell me what you want me to say. You. You want me to lie, and I ain't gonna lie, but what you want me to say? <laughs> I asked you for a story. You don't want to say that. Story you want me to say? Don't lie. For all of you that are listening to this show and you wonder where I get it from, you now hear it. What you trying to say? <laughs> Mama, you need to get home. It's late, it's nine o'clock. I expect for you to be home within the next 10, 15 minutes. I'm okay, going to call I'm, I'm and make I'm sure. Right so right I love you, mama. Thank you so I much you for, for, uh-huh. for raising me the right way. Uh-huh. I did and, what God told me to do. I followed God. I did what he said do. It wasn't easy, but I followed him. It wasn't uh-huh. easy raising me. I thought it was easy. Oh, oh no, boy. Uh-uh. It wasn't easy. I was, a, I was a good kid, though. Oh, really? I you think so. You want me to tell you what that problem was? Oh, Lord. Just a lie on you. Oh, my goodness. Listen. Remember that time that one lady? Oh, okay. I'll never forget. Hold on. Huh? Uh, hold on. I got to order me something to eat. Where you uh, at? Could I get a... You have a white fish, uh, southern fried fish. <laughs> could I get that? Uh, what comes with that? Where are you ordering okay. from? Could I get a fish sandwich out of that? Yeah, I could, you couldn't just put it between a bun. She won't let this shit go. <laughs> okay, well, well, give me, um... Okay, I'm going to fried fish. And, um... Is some stuff you consider a side? Okay, give me the hush puppies and, um... Oh, shit. I don't know what the Get green beans. Where you at? Uh, Captain D's? Give me, give me some green beans. Uh, 
green beans. Get green beans. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. And that's all I want with them. Do you have any sugar free drinks? Okay. Well, that's not Tonight's episode has been brought to you by Blind Squirrel. Okay, thank you. Peanut butter whiskey. Where are you? You at Captain D's? I'm at Captain D's over here in the hood. Did you? Listen, we got to get out of here today. I'm going to call you back. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. You be ready for our day, okay? What time do you want me to be ready for? You need to be ready by 9, between 9 and 9.30. And tell the mother boys I say hey. They can hear you. Hey, boys right here. Ain't no boys right here. Did you hear what Drew said? What he said? Ain't no boys right here. You ain't nothing but a boy. No, we pay we pay taxes around here. We ain't no boy. When you come up off that wine bottle, then you come up. You ain't just like I gotta teach you nothing. Who? And John, I'm shocked that you for letting them lead you to the wine. Wait a minute. How we leading him to the wine bottle? John ain't no drinker. Listen, I'm a I'm a social drinker. We are social. We don't. All right, Bubba, going on. Drinker, and every time you turn on this podcast, y'all drinking. That ain't no social We're just talking because we're in a social environment. It's more than one person. It's social. Because we're being social. We're socializing. Hey, hey. Social hey, hey. Social. hey, grown men ain't got to explain nothing. <laughs> no, you're not a grown man. Because uh, grown men don't drink wine, son. That ain't no wine we drank today. We drank so whiskey. What are we, moonshine? Whiskey, that's even worse. Blind squirrel John, whiskey. At that. That it's called peanut butter whiskey. John had about two cups. I had a cup. Drew had a cup. John, you know better. You shouldn't be following keeping um, Andrew John. What you mean following us? We're having a... Okay, mama. We got to go. Well, I can't hear John now. Because we got to go. Hey, uh, it's an hour and 48 minutes. I'll hey, talk to you later. He, I'm right here. We, we'll call you back later. I got to finish the episode out, mama. I'm going to call you back. Andrew. Mama. John, don't let Keith and Andrew lead you down the yes, road. Yes, ma'am. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. Y'all get on home to y'all wives. Yes, ma'am. All right. All right, mama. Bye. Bye, boy. Bye. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, that's what I deal with, y'all. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Any um, Any song of the week? Final thoughts? <sighs> Song of the Week, uh, Butterflies by Michael Jackson. Love it. Um, Love it. I try to listen to the Floor Tree one, but uh, mm. Michael uh, killed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know she actually wrote that song with him. She did? For him, I think. Yeah. Marsha Ambrosi. I can see that. Yeah. But she she didn't. Well, he he made his own. Yes. Yeah. Butterflies. All right. Off of DJ Khaled's new uh, release. Uh-oh. Where You From? Feature and Bujo, Mapleton oh, and Bounty. Woo. Enough said. All right. I got a I got an album. It's called Black on Purpose by Salam Remy. He's actually a producer. He really produces a lot of Nas's music, but he's got a lot of people on there coming. Black Thought. Um, check it out. Black on Purpose. Great album. I've been listening to it all week. Uh, continue to, sh to to download us. <laughs> 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 Mama, the Mama got you off. flustered. Yeah. Uh, continue to download us. Because he knew he got to deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. The whole weekend, bro. Uh, continue to download us. 
wherever you know you listening to us streaming don't just hit play download us as well we are the short disc podcast Hold on, before you turn out i got one more thing yes sir shout out to uh just being mo for passing our test hey yay congratulations. yay congratulations we are the short disc podcast holla at your boy a lot of mercy <laughs> <laughs>